And we back. Welcome to Karma's Crew Podcast, Season 2, Episode 3. Myself, David Lighty. Appreciate having you guys along here with my guys. Introduce yourself, man. Aaron Kraft. Adam Jardy. Jared Sellinger. Oh, man. I was going to say, I kind of predicted it. I kind of predicted it. Our Buckeyes sitting here at 8-2 and right now in December. Not too bad. We really should be 9-1. and We're a little mad about that, but we're going to talk about uh, the Penn State games. Before that, we got Central Michigan. Got a good win. Started off the Big Ten with Minnesota, which we were kind of, I should say, we were happy about because last year we lost that game. And this year it was – it was the battle in, 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 in Bruce show. Uh, I think I saw a stat. It went back to uh, me and Sully, you know, give us a little round of applause. First guys that scored 25-plus points in the same game. I think ours was a little, you know, higher stakes versus Florida. I still nice. had some animosity from from my freshman year. Just throwing it out there. That's you need to pat on the back, there. Dave, Dave. I did, I did. No, that, that was personal. I, I lost the national championship, Kraft. That's like this is lifetime Damn. hurt. That was personal. Life, that was personal hurt. But the guys <laughs> took care of business, and then again versus Miami, Ohio, they took care of business. Then the Penn State game. Uh, this one, this one hurts. This one's tough. Uh, I want to say we started exactly how we wanted to. We're, we're on a road, take a thirteen-point lead at halftime. And then, uh, I'll be honest, I, I stopped watching because I said, uh, I think we're good. Everybody's looking like they're they're locked in and ready to go. And Adam, you were there. You can uh, touch on what, what kind of were the keys to our downfall uh, in that second half. Yeah, it, it just, it flipped and it flipped quickly. It went from like an 18-point lead to like an 11-point lead in the span of about two minutes. And then it was down to seven. And then like you could just feel like that's, you guys know what it's like to go to Penn State, and you know what that crowd is generally like. Like the only thing they had there was to boo Evan Mahaffey every time he touched the ball. Like, that was <laughs> all that crowd had for the first twenty-five minutes, and then very quickly they Penn State fight starts to fight its way back in. And you know, I, I remember looking up about ten minutes to go, and I thought like, oh, there's probably about three, four minutes left in the game. I was like, oh no, there's still a lot of time. Like you could feel things starting to shift a little bit, and the the big thing was just that Penn State they seemed to come up with every offensive rebound they needed in that yeah. second half in those final like 13 minutes. Um, I think there were like <laughs> five, five possessions where they, uh, they got an offensive rebound in like the last 10 minutes of the game, four of them ended with points. And one of yeah. them was a possession Kick where they out. missed like three shots. And so it was just, you kept, they kept Ohio state's offense from being able to function and they just kept chipping away. And uh, they finally, those fans, they got pretty loud by the end. Um, but <laughs> I <bet. laughs> And it was just like a, it was just this incredible snowball just rolling, and it just got worse and worse for Ohio State until the very end. First of all, Kraft, bless you. That's one. I appreciate, appreciate it. <laughs> no I problem. really, I really I, tried to mute it, and I did not hit it fast enough. I know Adam was in his role, so I didn't want to cut him off. But man, to that Penn State game, we literally was hitting shots after shot, after shot, and then all of a sudden, we just got cold. We couldn't throw a rock in the ocean. And then Penn State was hitting some circus shots. I mean, sometimes you can't stop slop. Like, some of the shots they was making, it was just like, you know what? Yeah. It is what hats it is. Hats off to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hats off to you. It is what it is. That was great defense. On the other end, they just kind of took us out of our stuff. Um, we just You just saw the, the young team. 
you just saw the young team and, and our and our veterans didn't step up. And that happens. And that happens. But those are the type of games when you look at Penn State and you look at their record and look who's on their roster, those type of games loses the Big Ten championships. And and those are the type of games we got to have and if we want to compete for a Big Ten championship. So I think it's a good learning lesson, especially for on the road, especially for the guys that are becoming the man on, on this team, um, learning how to win. We have to learn how to win those games. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you, man. I think – Games like that really hurt. Like obviously they hurt now, but I think they hurt later in the season, especially um, if you are competing for a championship or you know you're fighting for like an NCAA tournament seed. Like, and I remember when I was a senior, Sully had abandoned us, but um, you know, <laughs> Coach actually had the same point. We went to we went to Penn State, and he showed us kind of like the percentages of. Um, like the seed you are in the tournament and the percentage that you make it out of the first round or like the first weekend. And like his whole point was like games like this, we weren't going to win a championship, but it mattered to get a higher seed because then you get a better draw in the tournament. And we went in and we lost two. <laughs> Actually made it senior <laughs> night for, they made it senior night for Tim and um, to, for Frazier and them. But uh, yeah, man, I think obviously it's a, a huge learning moment for us. Uh, we still had a, a a great shot to win it right at yeah, the end. Yeah, they, did, ex- yeah. they executed well. They did exactly what the play was supposed to be. Um, would love to see it fall, but uh, I think another thing that makes it harder too is, man, we got a long time between games. So, they, you know, they got a <laughs> they got a lot of time and practice to th- sit and think about it. Um, and I'm, I'm sure Coach Holtman's getting after him a little bit this week. No, oh, for sure. And for me, it's like Sully said, we couldn't buy a basket. I think it was a seven or eight minute stretch where we only got one bucket and times like that. I think that's when uh, you, you need guys to kind of realize, all right, we need to get to the foul line or we need to go inside more. Or we need to, I mean, I would say so, we have a guy like, like Sully, you know, throw to the ball to Sully. Off, <laughs> offset that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Zed did a good, pretty good job, but you got to give Penn state credit as well. They, they kind of made it a, a crazy game in the second half or it's like they were making circuit shots, but they were, kind of playing like a circus team, you know, the full court kind of press that they put in, the zone matchup that they put in. I think it kind of it kind of bothered us. And, you know, they start making some shots. And like you said, once they see one and two and three go in, you know, teams play with a different pace and a different swagger, mm. you know, a different confidence, especially at home, you know, and that clock's ticking down and getting closer and mm. closer. That crowd is getting louder. It was a, It was a young team that showed up at that point for us. And I think uh, also the 16 turnovers, you know, kind of definitely gave them, you know, a, a little better position to, to win the game. But uh, that that's one we definitely wish we can get back. I think that we let slip away. So uh, we'll, we'll see if we learn from it. Uh, I think it was a, a, a good key uh, moment in, in our season where we can look back on hopefully and say that uh, these guys grew from something that was, uh, you know, bad in our eyes, basically. That's that's the thing against Texas A and M. I thought we really grew up from that game as far as rebounding, defending, and, and be able to run our offensive sets um, from that because we lost to Texas A and M at home, and that was strictly mm-hmm. off of offensive rebounding. You yeah. know, and like, I, thought, I think they did good the with season, that this game though. I thought they did great, but as the season goes, as the season went on, I, I'm I'm seeing the improvement on every little thing that we made a mistake in in Texas A and M. Okay. Yeah. And but the Penn it's just like Penn State just kind of like you said that that zone literally threw off our whole rhythm mm-hmm. and we couldn't figure out if they was a man 
or if they was in zone. Yeah. If, if instead of just just running our stuff, being aggressive, the right yeah. open shot, we kind of was stagnant and looking around and like, all right, what are they in? What are they in? Instead of just running our our sets, if we just run our sets, I think our offense would take care of that zone. You know what's weird though is like I I completely agree with that and that's how it felt that's what it looked like in the arena. This team still had twenty one assists in this game. Ohio yeah, State made uh, 20, 21 assists on twenty seven shots. Like it it's I I look at this and I just think it, this was it was a defensive issue more than anything because yeah they missed shots late and you look at the shot chart in the second half and how many misses they had at like point blank range. You know Roddy got in the lane and couldn't convert and. Uh, Zed had a miss or two and Bruce actually had a couple that didn't fall like the shot chart first half to second half is wildly different where they were just you I felt like like you guys said the youth kind of showed up a little bit where mm-hmm. it was you felt the moment starting to get big and I thought they they were able to take some steps and combat that but then they couldn't sustain it defensively Penn State threw in a couple of threes from some guys that hadn't hit threes yet this season yeah. and you just you just saw that impact everybody and then it just yeah, then you end yeah. up with that with that result, but it's just bought it's bonkers to me. Twenty one assists on twenty seven mm. makes on the road, and you lose. And out rebounded mm. them. Every, everything, everything yeah. numbers wise was was in our favor. It was great except for the turnovers. I think uh, in the three point margin they made a couple more than us. But uh, other than that, eh, hats off to them. You know, Penn State stole one. I'll say, but uh, hopefully we can learn from it and keep it going. But. On to the yes. next, as they say. On to the next. Can't do nothing. That's hard. Uh, That's hard yeah, to do. For yeah. sure. For yeah, sure. I mean, just it's just about this time last year that stuff started, you know, going downhill. So it's crap. We're gonna leave um, that in the past. Tweet, we're not gonna, just, we're not you know, Adam, Adam just tweeted Adam tweeted today, it was just like I just realized this team is halfway to the wins they had last year. Oh, <laughs> like, they, no. that tweet did not go over well. That did like, not don't curse us. <laughs> <laughs> It was just one of those. I'm just sitting there, and I was like, you know, it, it feels different than last year to me. I mean, even with like this loss right now, it still feels like there's a better energy, and I think there's yeah, more optimism yeah. where this is going. Uh, all, obviously, we'll, I mean, we'll see. This could be a milestone or a turning turning point type of game for the season, but you know, it feels like this team is ready to respond in a way that I don't think last year's team was. And maybe I eat my words on Saturday when they play UCLA. I, I honestly have no idea, but. You know, talking to guys after the game, I mean, the, the the last thing that I asked Zed Key was, I said, Zed, you don't play now for a week. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? He, like, cut me off. He's like, great thing. He's like, this week okay. we're going to do this, this, this. Like, it's the next story that is running on Wednesday morning of the dispatch, or Tuesday morning of the dispatch. Is like, what do they do with this week? Because you have another opportunity now. Like, if they beat UCLA, I feel like, yeah, we'll talk about the Penn State game down the road as far as, oh, if they'd have won this, you know, the season maybe could have gotten here or there. But I think if you beat UCLA, you're generally back on track and mm-hmm. you're, you know, nine and two playing for the most part, pretty good basketball. It just, to me, comes down to what they do it this week. What it like, what do you guys think if you're in those, those meetings this week, like what do they need to do this week to make sure they, they use it the right way. And that loss doesn't crush them. Craft. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Crafty. What would you yeah. say? You I mean, I, obviously I think what they've been doing to this point, they've, it's been working. You know, I think whatever they've done thus far has helped it. They've corrected things. Like we've said, they've kind of shored up areas of the game that I think make differences, you know, offensive rebounds and things like that. So I think the worst thing they can do is, is think about it too much of the last game. I, they probably watched some film. They, 
he, you know, probably had names circled on the board and all those kind of things. And they, they showed those, showed those clips, but, um, having a short term memory and just moving right on to the next one, because dwelling is only going to make it worse. Um, I think, you know, as long as you're competing throughout the week, uh, you know, you kind of scratch that itch for them wanting to go back and play. So I would, I would make it a highly competitive week, obviously focus on some things, but, um, it gives you a chance to, to get after one another too, because you don't have to worry about saving guys um, with a game, like in a day or two, if you have mm-hmm. three or four days, those first couple, you can really get after it, you know, one-on-one, two-on-two yeah. and, and get after, um, and make challenge the guys to, I would, you know, I would put Roddy and Bruce against each other all the time in practice. If, if I was them, I like you know, that. I, I think like that. they can guard each other. They can go at each other and make each other better offensively and defensively. So uh, I would make it competitive and, and see what happens early in the week and then kind of start gearing down towards the end. Can, can I read you guys a Bruce Thornton quote that he gave after the game? I, I'd like to hear your your take on this because I thought uh, the interviews that, that we had, we talked talked to Bruce, Roddy, Zed, and obviously Holtman after the game. And I thought this was the low-key, most interesting thing that that anybody said. And this was just like in a longer answer that Bruce gave. He said um, – he said, we're going to see how we respond, but that's really up to me and to the leaders because this team is player-led this year. If I don't come up with the right response and show the team, not that it's okay, that we have to move on even though we lost, we wow. can't dwell on it because that's not who we are as a team. I thought the the comment about mm. this team's player-led this year, wow, like that seems like a big deal. Uh, what I, I, wanted, I really have been holding on to that since Saturday night because I want to hear you guys and your take on that, your response to that, what that means to you? It's powerful. Ah, it's really powerful because yeah. when you take your when you take one of our best, I, I gotta say, our best player right now, as far as you know, statistically and you know, with that mindset, just overall, yeah. with that mindset, um, that just shows where this team is heading, and that's the reason why he was captain last year as a freshman. Last it's year, just because yeah. he has his, he he has his head on his shoulders the correct way, and he understands that every little thing um, can affect this team. Uh, whether it's words in the media, whether it's performance on the court, whether it's performance in practice, um, you saw this this type of Bruce heading into this season in the summertime. Like Kraft and Lighty wasn't able to see him as much. I was able to see him a lot, um, and you saw Bruce leading his team, telling his team like what he sees on offense, telling them how to defend the pick and roll on, on the defense end, uh, talking on the defense end, um, pointing people in the right positions, like Bruce is your Aaron Kraft of this team, you know, and you just, you love to see that coming from your point guard, because if your point guard can do it, then everybody can do yeah. it. Oh you know, yeah. I think that's the, that's a perfect way to say it. So yeah, it's no excuses. I think uh, that's, that's my style. I, I try to lead by example, you know, words and all that really don't matter if you're not backing it up with the action. But if the head of the snake is bringing it every day of practice, Every day off the court, every day uh, in film, every day in, in the classroom, such and such, and everybody else follows. So I think that's the the great part about it uh, when he can go out there and you know back up what he's talking, what they say right now, stand on business. Then I think that's the that's the perfect way <laughs> to you know lead the Buckeyes in, into the, the the role that they they want to be in or the route that they want to be in. So I think that's a great way and a great response uh, you know from him and. As Sully said, we can see why he was, you know, one of the captains last year and, you know, figuring it out right now as we go still. You mean you were you were out there playing school too, Dave? 
I played school a little bit. It took me five I years. Four and, a, four and a half. Four and a half. I could have graduated early, but I, I got tired of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, Crab, remember, Face that, remember that practice? Face that Crab, you remember that practice when he took Lighty off the floor? He's and, and Coach Mata oh, literally told us, "Watch how quiet practice will be." And me, no, like, there. When <laughs> like, when you when, when Dave like when Dave busted his lip and he couldn't talk because he was holding all the blood in his mouth, yeah. I was like, "Oh shoot, <laughs> this is not okay." Dave, tell me where to go, Dave. Tell me where to go, Dave. Right, our, our defense and offense was terrible. Was Lighty couldn't talk. <laughs> Hey, hey, man, that's how it goes sometimes. That's how it goes. It's cool. You but. wanted the pat on the back, Dave. We got you, bro. I appreciate yeah. that, man. That's love, man. I'm getting old down here, man. A couple, couple more years, it's time to hang it up for me. <laughs> nah, but we're going to get this thing keep going. We got to look forward. We got three games to finish out December. We got UCLA coming up next, uh, New Orleans, and then West Virginia. Uh, I hear West Virginia. I think about some butt whoopings we took back in the day. So we need to mm. do that with that too. But Joe Alexander, deep, yeah, going crazy. But these these <laughs> classics, they got CBS Sports Classic. They got invitationals and showcases and all this different stuff now. But this UCLA game, let, let's let's talk about that one. We're gonna dive into that one. It's down in Atlanta. I think it's gonna be a, a you know a little homecoming, of course, for for, for Bruce. So I think it's gonna be his show. Uh, for us to bounce back and like we just talked about him uh, leading the way and hopefully having a great week of practice, him going back home and trying to put on a show and, you know, showing, uh, you know, his family and friends, you know, the, the Buckeye Nation down there, you know, what we're all about. I think it's going to be a good test versus, I'll say, a, a young UCLA team, but a, a yeah. tested UCLA team. So I yeah. think that's something that we, we can't take lightly. So I think it's – I don't want to say it's good that we lost to Penn State, but I, th- I think this should keep us on edge to know that, you know, UCLA is not a team to play around with, even though they're young. They can they can come out and, and get a W because of the teams that they played already with in Marquette, uh, Gonzaga, and Villanova. You know, they played them all down to the wire. So uh, what, what are our thoughts, you know, coming up uh, with the UCLA game, Adam? Well, they're like you said, they're young. Um Ken Palm has them at their 321st in uh, D1 experience. They average 1.01 years of D1 experience. They got experience. all Europeans. They, I feel like they're, yeah, they're like I'm over here. It's crazy. And there's there's like really little roster continuity from last year. So you're you're sort of you, you have obviously a body of work to this point of the season, but it's it looks like a Mick Cronin team. I mean, they're like top mm-hmm. 20 in defense. They're not as uh, maybe prolific as they've been offensively the last couple of years or in some of the more recent years. But like, I feel like you kind of know what you're signing up for when you're going to play against Mick Cronin. And Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm just interested to see like, what does Ohio state do with that? I mean, if they're going to get a real physical challenge, um, you know, not, maybe not on the same level as Texas A&M, but maybe in a similar vein, you know, did, did Ohio state take the stuff it needed to from that game? And can they, you know, use that here on, on Saturday? And, um, you know, it's like you said, big one for Bruce Thornton going back to Atlanta, playing in front of his family. Like that's that's going to be an interesting experience. Um, I dug up a really fun stat on Bruce. Uh, this oh yeah, past here week. we go. Okay, um, okay. <laughs> here we go. So, so Bruce has started every game in his career to this point at Ohio State. So Penn State made it forty-five straight games to start his Ohio State career. Do you know the last Buckeye to start at least that many games to open a career? Mike Red. Mm, it's not. Michael Red. 
You got it. Ooh, right I'm nice with it. Yeah. I was about to, I was gonna give you a crazy thing. I'm glad I didn't say. Sully got hurt. So it wasn't Sully. Well, yeah, yeah. And Sully, you were at 44 games, and yeah, then you got you missed game 45. And Zach Williams had 44, and then he got benched for game 45. Came off the bench, but Mike Red never that. never came off the bench. So wow, he he passed you and Zach Williams. Uh, with the start at Penn State. Thanks, Coach. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I guess. Oh, wait, so the Penn State broke the record. Yeah, yeah that so moved him. Yeah, he has the most okay. since Mike. So you're not jinxing him. State. Some something crazy happened this week. Okay. Right. Yeah, let's not go on wood. Yeah, I think but, this is a a big ahead, game. Matthew. You know, I I just think what an opportunity to to bounce back in a game that matters. Um, I think it would be a little potentially a little more challenging for a younger team if we were playing um a more questionable team and like a questionable you know maybe just the the new orleans game is next like a little Mm -hmm. game a little harder to get up for um after losing against penn state uh but i think it's a great opportunity to to bounce back in a meaningful way obviously it's going to be a a nationally televised game um in a neutral neutral site against a you know perennial powerhouse in college basketball so a great opportunity for for our guys to just have fun and enjoy it, and I, we should have a uh, we should have a, a a wager to see how many tickets we think Bruce is going to have for this game. Um, it's a lot. Yeah, we should take guesses. Like, is it going to be everybody? Greater? It's going to be everybody. But I, I love it. I love it. Frickets. I love it. I I love that we're about to play UCLA, just because we're about to welcome them to the Big Ten. You know, this True, this man. might be a big ten <laughs> matchup normally. Think about it. Instead of going to Minnesota Ooh, in January, right. you get to kind of go to USC and, and UCLA in January, get a little sunshine. So um I think That's this real. this is a great this is a great opportunity for the guys. Great opportunity for the guys to bounce back. Um but at the same time, I really don't like that layover, just me personally being the worst practice player you've probably ever seen or played with. Uh if it wasn't competition, you know, sometimes guys can get lost in the sauce because you're in the heart of the season, and then all of a sudden you're having preseason practices again. You're doing yeah. star drills and all, and the bubble on the rim with off, uh, offensive, defensive rebounding. So you kind of get guys, you can get guys lost, but at the same time you can make it competitive. So I, I just hope that we're able to take this layoff and get better as a basketball team on on both sides of the basketball. I like it. I Dave, like it. are I you think... still there, sir? Okay. Yes, I'm here. I think it's going to be a great one for us, of course. <laughs> We're going to get this dub and call it a day. But just remember my prediction. I said we will only lose one game at the most in December. Right now we're on the right path. We, we messed up the Penn State game, but remember that. One of y'all might owe me a little dinner or something. But anyway, we're going to talk about a little key question, <laughs> a little breakout question. We're going to toss this in here. What are you guys' thoughts on the NBA in-season tournament that they had? Well, how do we feel about it? How amazing was it? I freaking love it. It created – this is one thing that the in-season tournament created. It created rivals Hang on the low uh, between, you know, teams that if they can make it to the playoffs. Perfect example, Chicago got upset. Uh, with Toronto for doing uh, going for that layup, oh, which, yeah, yeah. you know, Meekcraft yeah. and Whitey. 
We play we play overseas. We know that point differential is mean for standings. Uh, you got yeah. you freaking Celtics was fouling Chicago at the end just because they had to win by a certain amount of points. Like scoring scoring matters, but it also created a little bit of tension for regular season. So I I love everything about it, and then the presentation of it. Um, we we got yeah. to see a lot of a lot of guys kind of come into their own. Tyrese Halliburton is, is a perfect example. Uh, a lot of people don't get to see the Pacers on national television. So if you don't have the league pass, you don't really get to see him. You get to see the stats. People actually got to see how good that man is. That man is top mm-hmm. five point guards in the league right now. He is great. I, I like their team. Does. I like their team. Me too. Me too. I liked everything but the courts. I'm very confused as to why they were designed the way they were designed. But from a competition standpoint, I thought they were – it was fantastic. You know, I think getting guys experiencing yeah. winner go-home games earlier in the season um, is a great thing for the league in general. It just kind of gives guys that experience that can help them come to playoffs. Obviously, it's slightly different playing multiple times. But um, And then, you know, shout out to the, the guys on two ways and the guys at the end of the bench that man. basically doubled their salary. Get your money, man. So Get your money. I think it's just – it's great, you know, great all around. We see LeBron James at 38 freaking double pumping in the in the lane and stuff like that. Um, logo, I mean, it's fun. It, logo threes. He's ridiculous. And 500K. <laughs> yeah. No. They probably – some of them probably already spent it in Vegas. It was on the crap table. I, I like it just Fools. because of all the incentives and all of the – like you said, the, the the little nuances of basketball, the competing part, uh, the the high stakes level, the playoff competition in, in December, basically, uh, in the location. I mean, basketball is a business. The NBA is a business. So to put it in Vegas, is, I'm sorry, it's perfect. You know, it's a show. So they put on a great show for it. And you, you add the money, of course, 500K for everyone uh, who won. That's a, a great bonus. But, I mean, I, I'll give a round of applause to the NBA, you know, taking a – a little bit of Europe with so much, you so many European basketball players playing now. So taking a little bit of Europe and incorporating into the NBA and, and you know, putting their own flair onto it and, and, you know, putting it on a big stage. So I think just years to come, they'll just add little pieces here and there uh, to, to make it, you know, even, even greater, but I'll take it one step further. I'll, I'll let Adam answer this one. You can go with this one. What are your thoughts of uh, end season tournament for college? throwing an NIL deal in there for a winner or something like that. Ooh. You have my attention. I mean, if, <laughs> you, know, okay. if you could remember, take – Remember, remember, remember this question. Some... Tell him, I'm, I'm, I'm going to need my money from whoever tries this idea. I don't know who's going to do it. Maybe we can try I mean, like, it, like, I'm going to need my compensation. That's a good one. That like, was a good like, one. Let's, we can set it up. Think about, like, a, a, college, bas- a college basketball season and, like, all these – you know, does anybody really want to watch, you know, Maryland, South Alabama? But that's like, what I'm saying. The answer is no. A, a college. So, we, so we play, about play this. yeah. How many classic showcases do they have right now? So, yeah. Ooh, sure. Lighty. Sure. You're on to something. You're on to The sun. problem you might have is some of these teams, the athletic departments need the money that they get for coming to play. That's Some true. of these teams, that you know what I mean? So, not that I'm a Debbie Downer. I think it would be super fun, but um, – 
it would be interesting. You'd have to have a, a committee come up with you're going to rank yeah, all the teams. Yeah, yeah, we, we would have to figure out the are nuances of everything. Exactly, how many teams? Or you can set up, you can set up East Coast, West Coast. You can set up different ones. I believe it could have. Like it could have been pre, like the Big Ten pre NCAA tournament, or yeah, yeah in, uh, just a Big yeah, Ten but, one, like here or, in France. Or you could have the Big Ten ACC challenge. Yeah, or or you could just do it. Or you could do it. Each each conference could have one, and then the winners could then make one bracket or something. And play mm, each other. The problem like that. So like here said, in France, though, to be, we have that. I know. The Leaders' Cup. Let's go. One-time champ over here. Exactly. You got the Leaders' Cup. And, <laughs> and, uh, you want to mm-hmm. paddle your back, Craig? Oh, you want to paddle your back, too? I do. I'm going to be honest okay. with you. Quiet is kept. That was like my coach was on me that like for that week – before that and like during that see the during that whatever tournament and i was like i felt like i was the worst basketball player in the world um because he just kept yelling at me i had six i had six six steals in a game once and he screamed at me still and i'm like i I got nothing for you boss like i'm just done (laughs) that that sounds about right that's normal that's normal but we're gonna let adam get that together and and, you know get those (laughs) those uh you know questions and you know Get that buzz going for us, and we're gonna figure out how we gonna set this up. Hey, I like it. I mean, it's a it's, it's something cup. that's it's not out of the realm of, of actually happening. I would say, yeah. especially how everything is going with NCAA these days. So, I think that'll be another big piece that they would love too, as well. So, the fans for sure will want to see it, but we'll see what happens. But uh, we're gonna hope our Buckeyes come out with three good wins. We're going to finish up this month of December and go into the new year at what will be uh, 11 and 2. I think that sounds great. And then we're going to get ready for that that Big Ten ride and, and see how things go. So y'all stay with us. Make sure y'all uh, keep tuning in to Karma's Crew Podcast, Beyond the Big Ten. Oh, hold on, Lydie. I hate to cut us. you off. Lydie, I yeah, hate to okay. cut you off. I hate to cut you off. I hate to cut you off. Let's shout out to David Lydie. Shout out okay. to David Lottie. <laughs> 500 games in the French League, man. That That's huge. God, that's man. huge. That's God, a lot of games. Right. People oh, don't understand man. that. I didn't understand it Shout either. That video, that, video of, uh, that video of Reese was awesome, too. Yeah, that was a terrible They got me. Oh, man. They, that was... they got me. I, I try to sh- hold my emotions, but they kept saying, just wait, Lottie, wait. wait yeah, wait, you, did, gotta, you didn't hide it. Video. One more video. I look up. I heard his voice. I said, "Oh, I gotta hold it." <laughs> nah, bro. I, but uh, no, I, I swear, somebody that, was cutting man. onions in here. That, man. Hey, yeah, man, that's big time, Lady. That's huge. As well, man. I definitely appreciate y'all, man. This basketball journey has been amazing to me. It, it wouldn't have me here right now, you know, if we didn't have basketball. So it, it's literally a family and a brotherhood, you know, for the rest of our lives, and I definitely appreciate. You know, the game is always going to be a part yes, of it, sir. even when I'm done. So give a round of applause to basketball. We appreciate you. Mr. Naismith, thank you. Uh, round of applause <laughs> so come to back you, to us. 500 games gonna, in Europe is crazy. We're going to going, man. Yeah, it's coming down to an end, man. <laughs> but we appreciate y'all, man. Y'all get back with us next week. All right, Karma's crew out.